Try to behave yourself, young man. First, I'm going to tell our big play-acting story, 
And then, listen, I have a big surprise for you. What is it? Well, you just wait and you'll see. I'll bet it's that funny-looking little girl outside it as it is. Froggy, now you keep still. I want this to be a surprise. Must I come in now? No, no, not now. Oh, my goodness. That little girl is going to ruin my surprise. I think I'll start our big story right away before she lets the cat out of the bag. Midnight, I wasn't talking about you. Everybody keep still now while I tell our story. Well, kids, I'm going to tell you another story of Pegasus, the great winged horse which belonged to Zeus, the great god of ancient Greece. One day, as Zeus sat in heavenly splendor high on Mount Olympus, he contemplated with satisfaction his people on the earth below. Oh, ho, 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 ho. see them now, will you? Scurrying about like the tiny ants at their feet. Hurrying to and fro, going about their little tasks which seem so important to them. And yet I love them, my little people. For the world would be a dreary place without them. There now. There's a happy family, sure enough, right in that little village on the seashore. See them working in their rose garden? Oh, well, I'd better get some work now. Let me see. What did I plan on doing this morning? Oh, yes, yes, of course. I was going to hurl some thunderbolts at the city on the other side of the mountain. Those people haven't been making their offerings to me lately. Ha, 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 ha. So the jolly god Zeus went about his work, and the happy family in the seashore village went about its gardening. Mother, see this rose bush? Isn't it beautiful? Yes, Aradi. But look, it must be pruned. The branches grow over long. Oh, yes, they are too long. Well, Father. Yes, Aradi. Will you show me how to trim the rose bushes? Boy, of course I will, Aradi. Oh, my husband and son. Great warriors, both of you. The people still speak of your deeds of valor, and here you stand trimming roses. And so, as you see, everything was peaceful, and the family Zeus watched was none other than Kassara and Silon and their son Aran, who once tamed and rode the great winged horse Pegasus. But Zeus was a rather careless god. And he failed to look over the earth very carefully. He did not see the fleet of small skin-covered boats which landed far down the beach from the village. Nor did he see the fur-clad men who climbed out of them, carrying bows and spears. Bola, all of the boats are landed now. Yes, George, all of them. You're sure you counted them? I have counted them. And now the men will carry them into the forest and hide them under the trees and bushes. Ah, uh, good. We may want them to return to our country if we do not capture the village. But I think we'll be successful. The men will fight like demons with you to lead them. Uh, we will capture the village without trouble, I am sure. Then with the people who serve us as our slaves, we can live in ease and comfort here for a long time. This is a rich village. Come, prepare to march. A barbarian horde and landed on the beach just a few miles down from our village, and the peaceful inhabitants entirely unaware of it. Well, kids, the battle was short, and the Greeks were quickly captured. Many of the Greek warriors fled to the forest so that they could carry on the fight later. 
Young Aran was one of these. Finally, many miles from his village, high on the slopes of Mount Olympus, he fell asleep under a great tree. And he didn't see three gray, gaunt shapes slinking toward him under the trees. Meanwhile, Zeus sent his thunderbolts against the people of that distant city. There, now, I think that'll punish these city people about enough. Perhaps now they'll make a few more offerings to me. Now, let me see. What did I do with that last thunderbolt? Hmm. What's this? Oh, what a fool I am. I've knocked the front pillars out of my own temple. Oh, <laughs> well, perhaps it... Oh, what's this in the forest of Mount Olympus? A lad sleeping. And wolves creep up on him. Why, it's the lad of the rose garden. Why, it... Well, I'd better look at that village. By my beard, look at it, overrun with barbarians. And that lad in the forest, why... Why does he look so familiar? Of course, he's a boy who was crippled. The lad who turned into such a great little warrior when I loaned him Pegasus. Why, then, that's the answer. Pegasus! Come, Pegasus, you go to aid a friend again. I found a stone. Now then, Skulker, we'll see if I can hit that hard skull of yours. There. At least I've made you retreat, but how long can I keep this up? I cannot kill the wolves with stones. I can only drive them back. But soon they'll gather courage and attack me altogether. Then I'll be... What is that sound? It seems familiar to me. Why, it sounds like... No. No, it can't be. But it is. It is. Pegasus, my beautiful winged horse. He's come back to me. Pegasus, there I am. Oh, Pegasus, I'm glad to see you. What about your neck, a golden bow, and the golden arrow thunderbolts to Zeus? Well, we'll know where to use them. Up, Pegasus. So Pegasus, the beautiful winged horse, came again to young Aran. But back in the village, things were not going so well with the people. Aran's father, Silent, was one of the first prisoners to come to Greece. He was taken before Galt, the barbarian chieftain. Well, and who are you? I am Silent, Greek warrior. Warrior, eh? Uh, it did you little good. It is hard to fight cowardly rats who enter a village cuddling without warning. Furthermore, we were outnumbered ten to one. But there are many of your fur-clad savages who will never fight again. Silence. Bola, why is this one brought before me? He's a troublemaker. He was caught trying to get the prisoners to break their prison and fight again. A rebel, eh? Well, we'll take him into the public square and shoot him with a hundred arrows. So that these Greeks shall know it is dangerous to cross Gulf of the Barbarians. <laughs> Securely to the post. We will take no chance on his escaping. You want your eyes covered, Greek? Oh, 
I am not afraid to look at death. Well, have it your way. A hundred archers drawing their bows to shoot you is not a pleasant sight. A much more pleasant sight than your ugly face. Uh, Go away from me and let your archers shoot. Ah, your insulting tongue will soon be spilled. Now then, silence! Archers, stand in your places. Knock arrows. Aim carefully. I want him riddled like a porcupine. Draw your bows. Run. Again, you and the winged horse saved my life. Quickly, boy. Untie me. We must get away and plan the rescue of your mother and the freedom of the village. There. You are free, father. Hurry. Mom, take it just behind me. He'll carry us to safety. All right. Ready? There. I'm on this. All right, father. I'll take it just Now, my son, let us plan. Good. I am anxious to free Mother. Have they heard her, Father? No. The women are doing the cooking and serving for the officers of the barbarian army. But as yet, no harm has come to them. Well, I have my Pegasus and a quiver of thunderbolt. What can I do first? You can do much, my son. I have been thinking. In the forest, there are many Greek warriors. Now, I will round them up. Could you and Pegasus fly into the village and toss a message to the prisoners? Oh, with ease, Father. What is the message? Here is my plan. Your thunderbolts can blast open the prison and the armory. Our warriors can arm themselves and prepare to fight again. Oh, they could easily, Father. But, well, there are many barbarians. Would the men get to the armory, or would they all be shot before they could run to it? That is where my little forest army will come in. We must lure as many barbarians as possible out to fight. Oh, it is a good plan, Father. Pegasus and I are ready. And so the little army was gathered. Aran on Pegasus tossed a note in the prisoners telling them of a plan. And the great cheer he heard as Pegasus flew away told him they would be ready. Golf, the barbarians did not know their plan, but their tactics made him wild. A confound them, Bola. More dead soldiers in the streets. And that's not all. Quiet. Arrows that come from nowhere shot by no one. They skulk in the forest and come out at a time to shoot one arrow, kill one soldier, and then disappear. There's more than that, the Island. Already 50 of my best soldiers are dead. We must stop it, Bola. You must find these forest fighters. It's gold I've been trying to tell you. They want us to fight them. Here, a message was shot into the village on an arrow. A message? From the Greeks? What does it say? They challenge us to a battle. They say we're cowards and afraid to fight in the open. Cowards? By the gods of our forest, I'll show them. Uh, does the message say when and where they will be? It does, Galt. They'll be inside of the village. The long plain that borders the forest of Olympus a mile from here. At sunrise tomorrow. All right. Call out the men. I will dispose of these fools myself. But you will not take all the men? Most of them. I'll leave a guard. What can the prisoners in the village do? Nothing. Look, Father. The barbarians come. Yes, they come all right. And in the far greater numbers than I thought. 
My little band will be hard put. But if we meet them and quickly retreat to the first line of trees in the forest, we may hold them off. I had better go to Pegasus and be off on my mission. There is not a moment to lose, my son. And Durant, there can be few barbarians left in the village. Tell the men to clean them out quickly and hurry to help us. I will, Father. And you can count on me for help, too. Now, Pegasus, steady. Ah, here's the prison. I must strike the great front doors with the thunderbolt to blast them open. Yet, I must be careful not to bring down the building and kill all the prisoners. Steady. Steady. So. Suddenly, a soldier ran into the village crying for reinforcements, and Iran realized he and Pegasus were needed on the field of battle. And then he realized that his quiver of thunderbolts was empty. Quickly, he drove Pegasus to the ground. He snatched up a common arrow, remounted, and urged Pegasus toward the nearby battle. On, Pegasus. On, faster, my white unit. Oh, I hope we are not too late, and I hope my plan will work. Not a thunderbolt left. Perhaps with his arrow. Well, here, Pegasus. Down, down quickly. Steady, Pegasus. Steady. Oh, oh, stop your fighting. Barbarians, listen to me. And as the great white horse flew swiftly down close to the ground, young Aran fitted his arrow to the golden bow and drew its out, pointed straight at the barbarian horde. The bearded fighters looked up in awe at the boy on the great flying horse, and the fighting stopped completely. When it was quiet again, Aran spoke of them. You've all seen me before. You have seen the tremendous power of my terrible thunderbolt. Throw down your arms and surrender, or this thunderbolt will be loose among you to kill you all in one burst of flame. Throw down your arms. And awed by the terrible thunderbolt and the great white horse, every barbarian quickly threw down his weapon. And in a short time, they were captured. Then, Aran and Silent hastened to the village to rescue Kassara and go to their home. Oh, my brave son and husband. How happy I am at your victory. I have prayed to Zeus to be back with you soon. It was all the doing of Aran, Kassara. Oh, no, it wasn't, Mother. It was Father's plan and his courage. Then let us share the honors, Aran. But tell me, why did you capture the barbarians? Why did you not simply loose your thunderbolt? Oh, that was no thunderbolt, Father. It was only an arrow. My quiver was empty. I bluffed him. Now, who is the courageous one? Well, I'm glad the fighting is over. Perhaps now Pegasus and I can... What is that sound? Pegasus! Come, Pegasus! Come back to Mount Olympus! Pegasus! Pegasus! Oh, there he is! 
going higher and higher. He, he leaves me again. Yes, sir, Anne. He leaves you again. Come, Pegasus, back to your golden stall on Olympus. For no mortal can possess you. Come, Pegasus, to the halls of the gods. But you, little Oran, who knows? But that someday you will again ride the great winged horse to another adventure. Come, Pegasus! <laughs> Not yet. Oh, 
I guess I'd better bring our announcer on to tell us where to get Buster Brown's shoes and then let that funny little old girl come on in here before she breaks up our program. I'll bring our announcer on right now. Come on in, Mr. Announcer. Yes, Smile and Ed, I'll tell your buddies how to find the store that sells Buster Brown shoes. How it's easy, kids. Here's all you have to do. We've got to know right where to get Buster Brown shoes. And now let's... Don't say to me now! No, not yet! <laughs> well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You can come in now, little girl. Well, make up your mind. Oh, for goodness sake. Well, come over here, young lady. Uh, who are you, anyhow? What's your name? My name is... Giggles. You're Giggles? Well, why do they call you Giggles? Well, do you always have... Now, wait a minute, you got me doing that. <laughs> My goodness. Well, aside from your giggling, uh, you seem to be a pretty smart little girl. Oh, yes. I'm awful smart in school. Well, I'll see if you are. Let's try a little arithmetic here. <laughs> arithmetic, yes. All right. Now, let's see. How much is three and one, Giggle? Three and um, one. Yeah, three and one. <laughs> Well, what is it? Three and one are five. Oh, of course not. Three and one are four. Oh, yeah. I've got two and two are four. Oh, for goodness sake. I think she's got a screw there. I, I don't think you know much about arithmetic, Giggles. But let's put it another way. Suppose you and I were out fishing now, and I caught three fish, and you caught one fish. How many fish would you have? You caught... That's right. I caught <laughs> one fish. That's right. How many fish would we have together? We'd have <laughs> six fish. Oh, giggles, giggles, giggles. You're wrong again. Well, what kind of fish were we catching? I don't know. Maybe we we're catching trout. Oh, well. <laughs> no wonder. I was figuring on well, I can see very plainly you know nothing about arithmetic. Yesterday in school, I learned how to write, I did. You mean you learned how to write yesterday in school? Yes, yes. And tomorrow, I'm going to learn how to read. Oh, for goodness sake. Well, I'll tell you, Giggles. You go back to school and learn how to read. And when you do, I'll give you a brand new shiny nickel. I'd rather have a dirty old guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> been in here. I, I kind of hope she comes back again, don't you, kid? And now, you betcha, and now has everybody had fun around here today, huh? Oh, that's fine. Okay, buddy. But be sure to tell every kid you meet about our program next Saturday, because we're going to have some big doings in here. Don't forget church is Sunday school tomorrow. And be listening next Saturday from this little tune from Hollywood. When you hear it, I'm a running. I have to get the bus around now. I have to get the bus around now. While in the battle and his bus around gang, he's new from Hollywood. Stories and direction by Hobart Donovan. Ed McConnell's material is written by himself. 
Included in the cast were June Foray, Joe Field, Ken Christie, Randall Noble, and Conrad Billion. Mr. Lars Presby speaking. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs>